millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not contain or replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello Australia and welcome to My Millennial Property. I'm Glenn James and this is... John Pigeon. And we could not do this podcast without the support of Wellman Finance. So, thank you to Sean and the team at Wellman Finance. Now more than ever, with the amount of government schemes that are happening, with the amount of changes in the broking world, in the mortgage world, you need a broker who is in your corner, Mm. who gets it and can be actively thinking for your situation. Totally. Yeah, and that... I think the transparency is even more key now because the turnaround times have, have blown out so much. So, silence can be deadly. Absolutely. So, thank you to Sean and the team at Wellman Finance. And this is important why I think it's important to have a good broker. And we, we will do an episode about going direct versus a broker. Yeah. But with all the COVID stuff, there were some banks and lenders who had a 30 or 40-day turnaround. Yes. And I know some of the branches or the lenders that had offshore call centers in the Philippines, they were shut down in the Philippines and their staff in the call centers couldn't work from home because of security Mm. with the Australian data. Yeah. So, there could have been hundreds of people at these lenders just stopped tools down one day and went to backlog. But the reason why it's so important to have a broker who's dialed in and switched on, because brokers will really know... Uh, what lender you're dealing with or what they need to deal with. And particularly if the broker has priority with other lenders, you know, the website or the comparison website could say lender over here takes 30 days at the moment due to COVID. But the broker could say, well, no, with that lender, I've got priority and it's still 24 hours because it's the Australian-based team. So, Mm. it is a complex world and that wasn't even a plug for Welly. That was just a FYI, speak to your broker. Totally. Yeah. Now- Thanks, uh, Welly, for looking after My Millennial Property. So, Home Builder was released. At the time of recording today, uh, what do we know, John, in terms of what's the amounts? And I guess the reason we're doing this on the property podcast is because it is important to property. But secondly, we put out a lot of content on all our podcasts, Instagram, Facebook group, and a lot of people still don't get to see it just because the way the internet algorithms are. So, what's the scheme? How much do I get? When can I get it? Yeah, well, as we found out today, we know as much as state revenue knows. So, yeah. <laughs> essentially, it's a it's a national scheme. Home builder brought out and twenty five k grant that is primarily used for building. It has to be built uh, new. Contract needs to be signed between June four and December thirty one, two thousand and twenty, and construction needs to start within three months of that build contract date. Mm. So, and the funny thing while John says that we know as much as state revenue because the money will be distributed via the state-based revenue departments, okay? So, they're using us as the clearinghouse. Now, I know Service New South Wales have just hired a million people to bloody Mm. 
to field the calls, but they're only going off the information from Treasury. And John had it on speakerphone before and was asking somebody, and she said to John, we do not know. We know what Treasury give us. So, check the Treasury website. (laughs) Which is what we're running off. (laughs) Which is what we're running off. So, there are some things that will and uh, will be uh, needing some clarification. Yeah. So, a couple of things. Uh, Broad brushstrokes. One of the criteria is you are an Australian citizen. Mm. Now, I would expect and hope that that comes to be when it actually the devil in the detail comes out. But I think Treasury need to confirm that, hey, if I've lived here for five years and I'm a permanent resident, surely that, you know, it stimulates the economy. So, what's the matter? So, I would imagine that should be changed to Australian citizen or resident hopefully permanent yeah. resident and and again talking to state revenue today in new south wales they were under the impression uh, but that it might follow similar rulings to the first home concessions or the stamp duty concessions so and in if that's the case then permanent residency in a lot of cases will pass yeah yeah that's cool now to be eligible for the scheme uh and this is again uh if you're a single person, you have to um, be earning under 125k mm. uh, in the 18 or 19 tax return or later. So I think that would mean, gosh, like if you're earning more this financial year and you haven't done your tax return yet, you'd obviously use the one from the year before. Yeah, don't do it. Well, <laughs> don't do your tax return. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then mm. if you're in a couple, it's 200k uh, per couple. Yeah. Um, again, we know that if you want to build a new place, the property value does not exceed 750K. Now, I don't know if there's any clarity on that, John, but, um, you know, can I buy a $500,000 block of land and then build a 750K house? No. So, the, the property value is essentially the land value and the okay. fixed price build contract. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Or if you renovate your home, uh, the renovation contract is between 150k and 750k, where the value of the existing property does not exceed 1.5. That's right. So um, we're of the understanding that that valuation is prior to the renovation taking place. So your valuer comes out or you get an estimation from the bank and and that comes in at 1.4, then you commence your reno. Mm. So, again, just to recap, this is not just for first home buyers. This is for anyone Mm. who wants to buy a new property or renovate their property. So, that means that you can't build a place and have it as an investment Investment. property. No, correct. A couple of other things to note... And I just want to speak, John, around like the whole builders thing, because it is June now, Mm. you know, six months, like this scheme is temporary. Mm. Talk to us about selecting the right builder, because it's one thing for this process to be short at the best of times. Yes. So, someone's got to shop a builder, someone's got to shop a renovation company and make sure we can get through council, make sure that we can sign the contracts. So, does that mean- you know, if we line our ducks up, do we want to make sure that, you know, if the renovation must start within three months of the contract, do we talk to the builder and say, and they say, oh, we can't start till February. Well, don't sign the contract until December. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's, you're right. There's ducks that need to be 
put in a row, don't they, to make it work? Mm. Um, but to say there's a flaw, I, I think, is a bit exaggerated and maybe headline grabbing. And there was some um, news articles out there that it was like the fatal flaw yeah. in the home builder thing. Yeah, that's right. So, first and foremost, I think there's land and then there's build. So, let's park on land for a moment. Sure. If you're going to buy land that's unregistered right now, you've probably got no hope because by the time it titles and comes out of uh, council offices, once it is titled, titled meaning it's ready to build on or we've given approval for a building to take place on this parcel of land, you, you're going to probably run out of time. Mm. So generally speaking, it, it excludes unregistered land. So you need to find registered land now if that's going to work, right? Mm. Once you've found that registered land, you've secured that. At that same time, you're then working with the builder to say, right, what's my fixed price going to be? What are my inclusions? What what's my What am I in for? At the same time as that, you're also talking to the broker or, or lender to get finance on that at the same time. So there's some wheels in motion in, in two or three different areas to come to the point where we say, right, Mr. Builder, Mrs. Builder, let's sign the build contract, happy to go ahead with that, agree on the terms. And let's just make sure you can commence building within three months um, from a, a logistical point of view from the builder's end. Yeah. And we like, yes, it's 25 grand free money. Yeah. Like totally get that. I'm probably more of the view, like if you're in debt and had no real intention of buying a place or getting started in the next six months anyway, mm. you're probably going to just cause more heartache to try and pull the trigger now. Yeah. But I think if you were thinking about putting the upstairs addition on the home, you were thinking about, well, we need to buy a new, uh, a first home we might build. Mm. Yeah, we're about 10 grand off saving. So, yeah. I think it's more for the people who are on the cusp ready to pull the trigger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what it's done and, and speaking to a lot of people in the last week about this what it's done is is it's fast-tracked what they were going to do anyway. Yes. Yep. So instead of it being 12 to 18 months away due to savings, it's now three to six months away because of uh, the, the 25K kicker. Yeah. Um, from a finance point of view, I think we can't just wholly and solely rely on our grants to get us through. Like if we're buying... In WA, we get a 20K state government kicker. If we're buying regional in Victoria, we get a 20K also. Everywhere else, it's mostly 10K. Plus the 25K home builder, plus no stamp duty in most cases. So we're probably saving around about 10K, but we're also adding anywhere from 35 to 45K in cash funds to our whole um, purchase price. We need to also have minimum 5%, if not ideally 10% of our own funds. Yeah. But servicing is probably the major one where a lot of people may not have thought about it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I've got 60 grand in total if I look at my funds. However, they may be only on 45 grand a year. Well, that's not going to service a 350K fixed price or 400K. Yeah. So, I, I, I think... <laughs> For me, it just all goes back to this is a little bonus to add to what I was doing mm. or it'll tip me over the line. Yeah, yeah. And and again, comes back to strategy, comes back to understanding our numbers and our cash flow. Like it's great to be able to go and live in it, 
for the first 12 months and take advantage of it and get our grants, etc. Can we manage the repayments in that first 12 months? And then what are we doing? Are we moving out? Are we turning it into investment property? Um, what, what's our plan? Yeah. So, I think it's important to know, and this is what I do like about it, it's very rare for the Australian government, so a federal scheme, to come through and give some money directly for first home buyers or building stimulus, okay? So, grants, because usually it's state-based. So, mm. what that means is you can couple the federal 25K with any state-based incentives. Yes. So, and if you just type into Google and we'll put a link in the show notes, Home Builder Treasury Fact Sheet, there's some really good practical examples. And there's an example of a, a lady, she purchased a, an apartment off the plan. Yes. And she saved basically, we assumed if it was in New South Wales, mm. basically got twenty-five, oh, sorry, $55,000-ish. Yeah. So, she got the 25K from the, the federal government home builder. She got 10 grand first home deposit from New South Wales for being a first home buyer. Yep. And then she got a stamp duty exemption because it was under the 650 in New yeah, South Wales. That's right. So The stars have aligned, haven't they? So, that's, that's one thing to note. So, if you are a first home buyer, there's lots of stuff. Now, talk to us, John, for the Western Australian listeners. Mm. What has the government over there announced for their local home builder economy? Yeah. So, on Saturday, they released a 20K incentive, which is, is state-based. You don't actually have to be living in WA to take advantage of it, but ultimately, you'll need to live in it. Um, at some stage, but 20k is there to to take advantage over and above the 25k home builder if you qualify for that as well. Mm. So, like the regional Victoria example I gave, it's uh, it's equivalent sum. So, what it's doing, and and this is why Victoria did the same thing, is it's trying to create an improvement in the economy in the housing market in in WA because in the last five six years it's been pretty flat there's, there's showing some good signs of recovery but this uh, they're hoping will will kick it again yeah right so anything else you want to add in wrapping up that little chat there's a couple of things that just on that wa grant there's no ceiling on purchase price there right. so that's a good thing uh, but obviously there is a ceiling on the 25k mm. so as you said before even if you can qualify for one of them i think it's a bonus. Like uh, my feeling is 45K grant plus stamp duty savings. I don't think we'll see an incentive like that again mm. in my lifetime. Just a couple of questions and you might not know the answer. Megan asks, so the 25K, does it go towards the builder directly or can you get the cash back after you've done this? Do we no, know the detail yet? I don't, but my thinking is it's going at base stage uh, to the to the lender. Right. So, yeah, it doesn't go into the, the builder's hands. It's simply straight straight to the lender that yeah. you've got. Which means I could basically build it, do all that, and then go to the state-based thing and say, oh, I forgot to apply for this grant. I've met the conditions. Give me cash back. Yeah. And it should happen. Well, who knows? But, yeah, devil's in the detail, I suppose. Which the detail we don't know yet because Treasury no. haven't given that detail out to the state officers yet no that's right and someone i think asked may have been direct to me or in the facebook group but someone else asked last week well what if i've already 
uh, signed a bill contract prior to June 4 and construction's already started. It's too late, darling. Too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can't just uh, wipe that. But the unknown is if you haven't signed a bill contract and construction's already started, right? So in the -the off-the-planning apartment example, there may be situations where I could purchase or decide to purchase uh, an apartment next month knowing that the apartment's due to complete in February next year. So it's ticked the box of the construction will commence within three months of signing, but we don't know whether it's uh, it's exempt because construction's already started before I sign the contract. Mm. Interesting one. Well, I have reached out to the treasurer, Josh Frydenberg's office to see if he would like to come on uh, to the My Millennial Money podcast to oh, talk about this he? stuff. Well, he's probably got other things to do. But, um, hey, thanks for having a quick chat today. And remember, lots more discussion in the Facebook group. Mm. And if you do want a clarity call with John and, you know, have a, you know, bounce your strategy off John, you can do that by um, going to his website, Solvair Wealth. What is it? Solvairwealth.com.au. No worries. Mm. Thanks uh, for Welly and everyone for supporting My Millennial Property. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Wellman Finance, our podcast partner. Sean Wellman and his team are available to coach you through your property journey, even if it's your first time. With expertise in investment and home loans, they're in your corner providing education and support as you take each step. For more info, check out wellmanfinance.com.au forward slash M3. If you want to really turn up your property, education, and information journey, make sure you check out the Solvair Property and Finance Academy. This is an amazing online resource that John has put together. It's to empower and to give results to people who are either first-time buyers, whether for their home to live in or an investment property, or if you're a seasoned property investor. This online academy is for you. Check out the link in the show notes. It will change your life if you let it. If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.